Hi everyone, Dr. Trevor Cates here. Welcome to the Spa Doctor Podcast. Today we're talking about emotional fitness. That's how to benefit from fitness, not just on a physical level, and to have fun while doing it. My guest is Brett Hobel. He is the founder of Sweat With Soul, author and creator of The 20 Minute Body, and celebrity trainer on NBC's The Biggest Loser Season 11. He was named one of the world's top 100 health and fitness influencers by greatest and must follow people for motivation and inspiration by Shape Magazine. Brett regularly appears on TV shows like Steve Harvey and Dr. Oz to discuss topics such as weight loss, bullying, and strategies to stay motivated. He is also a martial arts practitioner and a contributor to national publications like Shape, Self, and Women's Health. His fitness from within philosophy is the cornerstone to his body-mind approach to health and longevity. On today's podcast, we talk about forms of fitness that will give you a number of benefits as you age, which types of classes to look for, and how to start making changes today to impact not only your body, but also your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being when it comes to fitness. So please enjoy this interview. Brad, it's so great to have you on my podcast. It's been a long time. You were on the Glowing Skin Summit a few yes. years ago, and it was fun connecting with you then. And now I get we get to hear an update on what you're up to because you've been you've been busy. You've been doing some stuff. I have, and and I'm just like your skin is glowing. I'm like, man, she looks covered. Whatever you're doing with your products mm-hmm. looks great. Right. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Brett. <laughs> man, I've been. There's been a lot going on. I was. Uh, you know, when we met, I was really starting to transition my business from on, offline personal training and in-person stuff to more online. And that was that took several years to sort of make that transition into online marketing. And now I've really taken another pivot. Um, personally, for me in my career, I really wanted to go into personal development and fitness, kind of like a fitness version of Tony Robbins. I really believe... You know, once you've committed, fully committed and surrendered, I think, to your, your health and fitness, there's so many personal development things that are going to happen, breakthroughs all over the place, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You may have a breakthrough in, in something emotionally, and that triggers you to be like, I want to take care of my health. So I've always been trying to get to that next level of what is that with my business. And I met an incredible woman, Liberty Chan. We met at actually a live event I was teaching at. She was the reporter for her, and we exchanged information. I asked her out on a bunch of funny fitness dates, and we realized that we were really drawn to the people in classes that weren't just about the body of the workout. They were about the soul, the inspiration, the motivation uh, from soul cycle to cup, what are the things that we were like, wow, it's, it's all about like this message from the instructor. So we ended up starting to shoot a show where we would go out and actually go to different boutique gyms and rate the body and the soul of every workout. It was really fun, but it became, we didn't really know uh, if there was going to be a sponsor and this and that. It was pretty, pretty costly for us to produce, but we, we still wanted to go in this direction of personal development and wellness. And we said, what about t-shirts? Like you post quotes all the time. I do. What about t-shirts? So we ended up uh, I ended up doing a lot of research on t-shirts. I was like going to downtown LA and going through all these places. And every time I'd say, you keep wearing the same t-shirts all the time. Like, who is it? 
And it was a friend of hers, her friend Jen, came on as our partner, and we've launched this athleisure brand, Sweat With Soul. We're kind of like a, almost like a new, newer version of Spiritual Gangster. It's um, very inspirational messages and graphics with a real meaning behind it about personal development and wellness. Uh, and having a voice. So I did really pivot into uh, athleisure, but it's still online marketing. So it has to do with fitness, branding, all the stuff that I love, I actually get to do. And it, it's, it's interesting because as a trainer, I would clearly see the results physically on my clients. What's cool now is I'm on Instagram and I'll see somebody tag us and, you know, someone I don't know, and they'll say something really nice about, the print, like this is our love period hat, and they'll say something about it. So it's really cool still staying, you know, sort of in this genre of personal development and wellness, but just in a different direction. So things have really changed for sure. Yeah, that's great. Well, and it's interesting because there are these trends in fitness of it's not just about physically what you look like, but right. there's, you know, people are realizing that so much of fitness is beyond what we physically see, that there are so many health benefits in it and, and, and how it affects our mind and our mood and our stress. And, and then also we're going to enjoy fitness more if we can have fun with it and all the different ways that we can do that. So it just seems like, I mean, what are you finding with fitness that are the trends that people can be aware of. I mean, I think there's some really fun classes and things like that out there. So what are you finding to be the big trends now in fitness? I see, so one of the ones that I've been doing is fusing a Brazilian martial art capoeira with yoga. And I've been uh, doing a bunch of pop-ups here in LA at Yoga Works. I think these, particularly in yoga, which is really, you know, grown globally a lot. And everyone's like, oh, of course. But I mean, it, it's still growing and growing and growing. I think what's interesting is the yoga community, at least the people I spoke to, said, you know, we don't really want to compete against the other yoga people for members because they have them. We're trying to go into fitness and bring the fitness people into yoga. So we want to do fusion classes that fuse fitness with yoga. So yoga martial arts or yoga hit, H-I-I-T, high interval, uh, high intensity interval training. Yoga Sculpt was one of the big ones a couple years ago, Core Power Yoga, Yoga Sculpt where they have weights. So at least in one genre of yoga, which is, I see expanding, I see so many uh, yoga studios happening and more of my friends doing it uh, because they're lifters or something else and they're like, I have to take care of my body. Mobility and flexibility is really big now. A lot of people that I know are going into it it's cool to see the yoga community, who is a very loyal and traditional community, accepting these fusion classes. And it's been great for me to go now from online back into offline and meeting people face to face and really doing that. And I get to also integrate my clothing with it because it's, it's something that speaks to all of this audience. So I think particularly yoga fusion classes from yoga sculpt to yoga martial arts are huge. Uh, another big genre that I've seen opening up are, are more movement-based programs, like Animal Flow is a big one that started at Equinox with a guy, Mike Fitch, and it's, it's kind of this full-body movement. You don't need a mat. It's just kind of like, it's not about what it looks like. It's about what it feels like type of movement. I think people like uh, Conor McGregor and some of the other big UFC guys that are really into this type of movement Edo Portal and these guys have really pushed the, the limits of it 
that you have a lot of people getting into it because, again, cross-training and movement and mobility is so important. Um, mobility in itself. Everyone used to think, I think for a while, I was like, oh, a foam roller. No, it's not just the foam rollers and the balls. There's now courses on it and certifications. Good friend of mine, Dr. Jen <clears throat> Esker, in, um, she goes by Doc Jen Fit on Instagram. She has an incredible mobility program. But I think um, CrossFit and all the people that were doing that, trying to prevent injuries, they were really pushing mobility. So uh, mobility as a method, I believe, is something. There's classes on it now. I think that is a very big growing trend because there's a lot of injuries going on as high-intensity interval training is picked up, CrossFit, uh, kettlebells, and all these Olympic lifting. There's definitely been a lot of uh, injuries. Yeah. Mobility is huge. So I think that's one. So when you talk about mobility, um, so what, I mean, what is it, just explain to people, what does that mean? Like what, because sure. you know, you're talking about all these classes, which are great. If you live in a big city and you can go to these classes, right. it's fantastic. I mean, even Park City, we've got some, some really interesting classes that are incorporating some of these combos that you're talking about. But for people who maybe don't have access to that or don't really know what, what do you, when you, when, like, what can they be incorporating in their fitness routine to make sure that they don't get these injuries? Because it is something I see a lot. And I, I love people being active and fit, but we definitely don't want to injure ourselves because that defeats the purpose. Then we, we can't exercise. We can't do all the things that uh, it's really sets us back. So mobility is having a greater range of motion around a joint. So some people will argue, well, that means stretching the muscles. Well, not necessarily. It may mean strengthening a muscle so that the, the brain thinks that you're stable and it will release the other muscles to stretch so that you actually can take your arm over your head or reach back. So it's really trying to get a greater range of motion around a joint is to be more mobile or mobility. How you do that, whether it's foam rolling, uh, different types of stretching. I more the, the more mobility type of stretching is dynamic stretching. So instead of sitting and holding, it would be like reaching through a range of motion and then reaching back out. Your muscles have to contract and release during that. And, and maybe you don't have a lot of rotation, but as you do these active range of motions, you get more mobile. So there's a lot of different ways of teaching mobility. Yeah. But are classes that are going to give not I don't want to say flexibility because most people with flexibility means my muscles are more flexible mm -hmm. muscles are one way that you can get mobility around a joint there's a lot of other ways soft tissue uh, the fascia a lot of things so um, if you are you know interested in that you can go look at some of the gyms or yoga places and the word mobility will probably be on the schedule Okay, so that's kind of like a, a, a buzzword in fitness right now, it sounds like, is mobility, yes. mobility, incorporating that. It's funny, I was just working out yesterday with Kathy Smith. You nice. remember Kathy yes, Smith? Yeah, she's been on the podcast, big time fitness person for those people you don't, maybe don't remember. If you look at a picture of her, you'll probably recognize her because she's been around for a long time. We went to the gym yesterday together because she, she lives in Park City. And she was showing me a lot of the TRX stuff, you know, and they're the, the long straps. A lot of gyms have them. These And, and she was showing me how you can get the mobility, and, you know, that aspect in with it. So, you know, incorporating stretching in with the different exercises. So that's, you know, an example of a class that we have apparently like every Monday in Park City at 830. And there's this great class that she goes to. And, um, you know, so there, there are definitely things like that. And most gyms, I think, have 
the TRX equipment, right? Yeah. Yeah. That suspension training is amazing because it will give you enough support that, you know, you don't have to, because if you want to stretch or if you want to get mobile, your brain has to think, number one, that you're balanced and stable. If it thinks you're wobbling around, it's going to contract everything and you're not going to be able to get any, any movement. So those are great because they give you more stability. So an example that I've done with those, uh, particularly with certain clients that have complained about knee injuries or knee pain, I need them to actually squat and stand up to get the blood and the juices flowing in the knees. But they're like, no, I can't do that. If they hold on to suspension training like TRX, then all their weight is in their hands, not in their knees, and they can sit down and stand up, which really helps, I call them knee greasers, to open up the fascial tissue and the joints and just get the synovial fluid moving. So that's a perfect example of using the TRX. Now you let go less with your hands, your, your, your quads and legs are gonna do more work, but you can also support yourself more and really use it as a mobility range of motion exercise. So that's a great example, like you said. Mm -hmm. And so that's called, um, I guess there's more than TRX, right? It's called suspension. What did you call it, suspension? Although, so suspension training, TRX is one tool that is, that is a suspension trainer. It's gonna suspend down from something and you can hold on to it. TRX is one great brand. They're definitely the most popular, but there's a lot of other companies out there that do suspension training and it's good for mobility work and it's really good to create a lot of instability to really challenge your body um and i it's great so like doing a push-up where you're holding the handles is actually much more difficult than doing a push-up on the floor because the handles are moving around you have to stabilize yourself but then again you can move the handles so that someone is almost standing upright doing a push-up could be very easy or you could bring it down to the ground. So the TRX has got so many, you know, versatile things. It's a great tool. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think it really depends on where people are in their fitness level as far as where to start, because some people may not be ready for TRX because it definitely, I think it's good to have somebody show you how to use it. Maybe go to a class yeah. or work with a trainer to show, because it's, um, you got to have the, the straps the right length and you have to have your body positioning right to have somebody walk you through it. Because there's no way I would have been able to just pick up those things and figure out what to do with them, right? Um, yeah. So I think it's good for people to realize, you know, realize where you are in fitness, make sure that you don't have any physical limitations for the particular exercises that we're talking about. If you need to talk to your doctor first, certainly run it by your doctor. If you have any health conditions or pain or anything like that, certainly talk to your doctor about that before um, doing any of these things, um, same thing with like pregnancy or those sorts of things. I always just like to remind people of that. And, and if you're starting something new, get some help, go to classes, go find an instructor, go with friends that, that work out a lot or a personal trainer, somebody that can kind of guide you through. I mean, any other tips on that, Brett, people getting started? I would say if, like, I would call this my mobility survival kit. There, these are three things that you could get and they're reasonably priced, you can get them off Amazon, is a foam roller to start with, um, generally a softer one. They sell harder ones, but softer one is going to be a good one to start with. A tennis ball, something simple like that where you could do trigger point work to release trigger points. Uh, you could move up to a lacrosse ball, which is much more dense, but a little bit more painful. And then uh, we call them strength bands. They're like a big rubber band. They do not have a hammer. They're literally a giant rubber band, closed circle. Uh, that you can like strap around your arm and suspend over something to get a good stretch or your hip. 
And then um, a great website or app that I use is called Mobility WOD, W-O-D. And they have all these exercises. They're on YouTube. Some of it's free. Some of it is subscription-based. But um, really, really, really great information, how to increase your posture and all that. But because as I'm getting older and I'm and keeping up my training, I can 100% say the most important thing is injury prevention. You know, I'm in my 40s, and as I'm getting closer to 50, it's so important to, it's all about injury prevention, and mobility is the number one thing. So if you're sitting at a desk for a long time, and that's your thing, and I'm, I'm not in a cubicle, but I had to get, you know, a stand for my uh, laptop and a lot of other stuff. If you're in that position for six, seven, eight hours a day, it's a lot of strain on your posture, and you really do need to do stuff to help correct you to get out of it. And mobility training is, to me, the number one thing to help with that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, those are great things to start. Start simple. I mean, I have in my downstairs, um, you know, my little area where I, you know, work out if I don't have time to go to the gym, I have a physio ball, I have the bands, I have some, you know, one set of 10 pound weights just to have some sort of resistance. Yeah. Um, and I have one of those weight balls too, because I like doing like some of the, so it's just really simple stuff that, and I could do so many different workouts with that little bit of, um, a little bit of equipment that was like, you know, barely cost anything. Now, the interesting thing for me that I'm seeing a direction as well is something that I call emotional fitness. Mm, where yeah. I, I really believe this is going to be a future trend where, like I was explaining when I met Liberty, we were really attracted to the, the classes, the studios, the instructors. I, I call this fitness church. So my parents would go to church and they had this community. You know, I would go with them and it was like, this is a special environment. But I feel like a lot of people in my generation and the younger generations, church is just not as, it's just not as regular. So it's like, where do you get that <clears throat> communal and spiritual feeling? And for a lot of us, it's, it's in the gym, it's in fitness because there are people that are coming there and they're really your tribe. You know, they're, they're your squad. They're the ones showing up at seven in the morning, six in the morning, the weekends, et cetera. And it creates that community. So we were experiencing that. And the thing that I noticed about this when I'm in there and I feel like it's fitness churches, there's a real, real inspirational message coming from this instructor where they generally turn their pain into purpose. And they're giving these examples of that. And I swear it's like, you know, I'll be on the bike at Soul Cycle in our class, and it feels like you know Oprah is talking to you. Like I love Oprah Soul Sessions, and it's one of those feelings. And it's a, it, it really takes a special instructor. But it was interesting. The class format that I got to experience it the most was in indoor cycling, and it makes sense. You're seated. You can't go anywhere. There's rows of people. There's a podium, almost like where a minister would be. And, the, you know, they're up there. It's, it's like arranged almost literally like a church. But you, and then there's the music. The movement is repetitive. So you kind of get lost. And when I've now started teaching my classes that are in a studio, like a yoga or a weight training class, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down the elements of this, like, indoor cycling class to say, how can I get the same emotional experience in a studio? And this is the emotional fitness that I've been talking about. And it's been very interesting sort of dissecting the class and saying this type of repetitive motion, this type of music, here's a holding pattern that you can talk about something. Don't talk in long sentences. Maybe you talk in sound bites. 
turn your pain into purpose and things like that. So for me personally, this has been such an, um, just a gratifying direction and exciting direction for me to go in and starting to consult with other instructors that have this inspirational message. And it's really cool. And I think your people are going to see this more in the industry coming out. That's really great. And, and I know it, it doesn't, it's not the same as church and people aren't sitting up there talking about God really usually right. probably, right? It's more about your purpose in life and, and living a meaningful life and ha having that kind of connection with others and connection with something higher than yourself. That's probably kind of the talk that, and then also working through the pain because you're in your, in a fitness class is a perfect example of you're, you're probably uncomfortable. You're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. And so then it's like, why are we doing this? What, is there something bigger than us? Is there a bigger reason for this? And, and uh, overcoming obstacles. I think this is a great opportunity. I love this. And you know, it used to be something you get a lot in yoga classes where right. there would be, a, you'd start off with um, some sort of set intention setting. You'd end with a namaste and gratitude and sitting, you know, sitting in, um, what do you call it? The relaxed pose at the yeah. end. And, and so I love to hear that fitness classes are doing more of that. I haven't had that personal experience. I don't go to a lot of fitness classes, but, um, I'm, I'm excited to hear about that because that makes it so much more fun. I imagine it's a lot, a lot easier to get through classes that may be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes you coming. It makes you come back because you're gaining something besides the physicality. And I think for a lot of people, once they felt that and someone has spoken to that, you know, spark inside of them or made them think about that, it's, it's incredible because it's kind of like therapy. Everybody needs it. You know, we all need a release. We all need to have kind of these conversations with ourselves, these honest conversations with ourselves that we may not have. But when you, and I say this, you don't just sweat, you sweat with soul you start to have these conversations. You start to develop that relationship to your fitness that is deeper than the skinny jeans or the six pack or the whatever, which is fine, but there's an underlying reason of why we want that. Why is it because we want to feel beautiful for our significant other again or whatever it is. There's, so, there's a lot of deeper stuff. When I was a trainer on The Biggest Loser, the number one thing to get the weight off of these huge contestants was the emotional weight. That's the number one thing. So... That's another reason why uh, I chose the name of the company, Sweat With Soul. It was, it was, you know, this is something that kept speaking to me of it's a deeper relationship, not just with your fitness. You can sweat with soul in your career and a relationship, but there's really a deeper relationship to, to, to the, the things that you do, your wellness, your relationship, your career, digging down deep and, and learning how to sweat with soul with that is important. So I think you're right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, when I, um, you know, thanks for sharing that about Biggest Loser. When I was at the Waldorf Astoria and I was doing these weight loss programs, that was one of the things that kept coming up with people is it'd be this um, emotional resistance. And so people, if they, they weren't eating their comfort food or were they being asked to step outside their comfort zone on what they were used to eating or the exercise or any of that, I realized it'd just be this block or people would lose the weight, but then gain it right back. Um, and so um, I, that's why I went and did the master's degree in spiritual psychology during that time was to figure out to help people work through those obstacles in their head and that, you know, the emotional, uh, mental, spiritual, you know, those reasons why I'm always trying to look for the, the root cause, the underlying cause that's holding people back. And some of these emotional things that come up 
are really big. So if you can figure out a way to incorporate that into your fitness routine and that actually then becomes a release more than the, oh my God, I got to gotta go to the gym. I got to go work out. I got to gotta get that done so I can actually have fun with my day um, instead of having some fun with it. Um, you know, and I think, I, you know, I th I'm hoping we see more and more of these classes like you're talking about across the country. And I think it's good for people to start asking, you know, looking around for these, demanding it, suggesting it, because it sounds like a little bit of a movement's happening here. And it's just the science of it is when you've gone through a workout, like the reason yoga was created, my understanding was to actually physically get you ready for that final resting pose, Shavasana. And if you don't do the physical movement, then, you know, you're not really rest, you know, you're not really opened up. And when, you, when you've gone through a great yoga class and you get into Shavasana, it's like you can just hit it and then boom, you're like in that zone. But if you were to come out after you just, you know, went through LA traffic trying to park and try to sit down into it, probably going to be a lot tougher. So it's the same way with this emotional fitness is when people are exercising and their dopamine is being released and, you know, epinephrine and adrenaline and all these things, you are primed to receive a message. I mean, you really are on a, you know, on a scientific level, just like post-workout, your body has changed the chemistry so that you should be able to absorb these post-workout nutrients that are different at another time. And when people are going through these workouts, it particularly they're going through physical discomfort. And I call it the chatter is trying to tell them to quit. It's a great time to deliver that message about not quitting and why, you know, whatever you can say, pain is temporary, quitting is forever, whatever it is to get people to connect to that of like, yes. So it, it's, it's the perfect, you have the perfect recipe, the perfect ingredients when you do it with fitness to deliver this message and to have people really receive it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. And then, and then I like this um, community aspect too. And because we know that there's a lot of healing that can happen in communities. And you know, I talk about my home workout gym, you know, gym, I'm gonna put in air quotes here. Um, but I, I do think I mean, sometimes it's, you know, that's what I can fit in. But I do think it's good to, to try and figure out community along with this. So I love that idea, too. Yeah, it's, it's something that I've just been so grateful of as I've you know, been doing CrossFit and Capoeira and sort of, it's, and yoga, that, that it is this community feeling that is, like I said, this fitness church, this belonging to somewhere and also getting this kind of spirituality from it that keeps me coming back for more. And we all need that. If we want to stay healthy as we get older, trust me, the, it, it's fine to want to get better because aesthetically and you want to look better naked, we all do. But that, that doesn't always get you there in the mornings and keeping that consistency and that commitment going. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that you have the, um, like love on your hat and you, um, you, know, you have these messages. I think that there's such power in the message that we carry around with us. And mm -hmm. we are, when you're wearing it, you're, you're saying this is, you're making a statement about yourself. Yes. You're also sharing that with everybody around you. I, mean, I, I oftentimes will do an affirmation or a word, a puzzle. I'll put it up on the refrigerator in my house or in the, the mirror in the bathroom. But 
when you're wearing it, it's even, you can't necessarily see it, see it except for when you put it on, but you know you're wearing it all day long or when you go and work out. And then other people, you're sharing that message with others. So I think that that's great. I have uh, actually a hat that says Peaceful Warrior. That was one of our original prints. And it is so interesting because as a guy, I don't get a lot of compliments from other men on my clothing. It's just a rarity. And I think that's just a, a, a guy kind of cultural thing. But with that one hat that says spiritual, um, sorry, it says uh, peaceful warrior. So many guys come up all the time. And it so just now talk, thinking business wise, we doubled down and we, we, I started giving. So influencer marketing is a big part of uh, marketing these days is giving the people that have great social media following. That is the one print now that we're really sending out because I have seen the impact and the connection it has had with so many other people. I mean, with men particularly, but also women. I mean, I'll be on the, you know, I was on a dance floor recently and a guy literally came walking over. I saw him like walk across the dance floor because like, I just wanted to shake your hand. And I think it's also very timely with, the, you know, just all the crazy stuff that's happening politically, but um, it really resonates with a lot of people. So yeah, our, our love period had and Peaceful Warrior, it's really cool seeing people resonate with the message behind it and say something about it. And I'm so proud to be able to put that out there for people to experience that for themselves. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, Brett, um, thank you for all your information today. I love this idea of emotional fitness and, 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 making fitness fun, making it um, more than just about how we physically look and then bringing in the message uh, messages that you have to go along with it. So how can people find, let everybody know how they can find out more about you, find out about your, um, your apparel and where they can. Uh, for me personally, most, all of my social media is my name, Brett Hobel. But for the brand, uh, this athleisure company, Sweat with Soul, um, and it's Sweat with Soul, S-O-U-L, all the social media for that, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and the website, sweatwithsoul.com. So either one. Okay, great. All right, Brett. Well, thanks again for coming on. And um, any last parting words, anything you want to share? Yes, I want to ask you why I got you. I'm like, I got to ask her some skincare questions. <laughs> coming from a guy. Um, Something that has been very interesting to me has been the use of CBD for, mm. for inflammation, particularly because of all the contact sports I do. So a question, I just started seeing people integrating CBD into skincare scuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm now, you know, again, in my 40s, I'm really starting to think about this more, sunscreen, all this other stuff. Uh, do you have any thoughts, particularly on CBD in this growing industry of anti-aging and skincare and stuff like that and you're talking about topically this is uh yeah yeah, yeah 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 cbd is getting so much attention right now and uh and i and i think it's great there's some great health properties for cbd i think it's um it's not a cure-all like i think it's being marketed to be i think the people are going a little overboard with all the different claims so, right. um, but we do know that CBD has some great anti-inflammatory properties. So if you can get a good source of topical CBD, it does seem like it might be helpful in soothing and being anti-inflammatory. 
I, you know, I can't, I'm not using it yet in my skincare line. I've certainly been keeping an eye on it, looking at the options for that. And it might be something we do down the road, but I mean, really, I think there are a lot of great ingredients for skincare and CBD is one, but I think that there are a lot of other options out there for anti-inflammatory ingredients. And I know people get excited about something new and that's going to got a big buzz. And uh, so I think there's some great things about CBD. I also think that there are some also some, some really important things, you know, really it comes down to having natural and clean ingredients and having active ingredients, things that we know are going to be like anti-inflammatory or, or pH balancing, those sorts of things. And, and then also the pH of the formulations are really important because our our skin has this natural acid mantle, this acid, acidic, mildly acidic environment that protects it and keeps a healthy skin microbiome. So making sure that whatever the skincare products you're using aren't, don't have a high pH. So they're actually, um, I like to seem like 4.6 to five or somewhere around there, definitely below 5.5 as far as pH. So those are, those are the main things that I look for. Cool. What, your line, what would you suggest for a guy like me? I'm sorry, say that again. From, from your skincare line, what would you suggest for someone like myself? Well, we have the Daily Essentials. It's a four-step skincare system, and it's great for both men and women. It's great for all skin types, and it does incorporate all those things. The, the natural, clean, it's made with natural and clean ingredients. It's formulated with um, natural actives and the right amounts and the right balance and really potent ingredients, and then also in the correct pH that supports the skin and the skin microbiome. Yay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So here's a tip for guys. Yes. So, um, is if because it's a four-step system, sometimes guys go, oh my gosh, that's way too much. I'm, I barely even use one product. So here's what I tell the men, because women don't have any problem with using four products. I mean, a lot of women use even more than four. Mm -hmm. So um, with guys, it's, um, so the four steps, the first step is a cleanser. So use that one. And then with step, you know, you rinse it off. And then with steps two, three, and four, just put them, mix them all together and then put them on together. You don't have to do one and then the other like, like women do. So that's what I find with guys. They, they tend to like that and it still has a great benefit. And even if you have facial hair, it's great. You know, you can still use it and, and it works great. Awesome. See, that's what I needed to know. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the question, Brett. I didn't expect yeah. that, but that's awesome. Thanks for coming on today. All right. See you guys. You enjoyed this interview today with Brett and got some great tips on how to make fitness fun, to be able to enjoy it in a way that not only helps you on a physical level, but on many levels. So to learn more about Brett, you can go to thespotdoctor.com, go to the podcast page with his interview, and you'll find all the information and links that he spoke about there. And while you're there, I invite you to join the Spot Doctor community so you don't miss any of our upcoming shows. If you haven't done so already, I highly recommend you get your custom customized skin profile at theskinquiz.com. Just go to theskinquiz.com. It takes just a few minutes. You can find out what messages your skin may be trying to tell you about your health and what you can do about it. Just go to theskinquiz.com. Also, I invite you to join me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and join the conversation. And I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor Podcast. Podcast.